to the very first episode of Three Friends in a Passage. Right now, I've got my fellow co-host, Ethan. Hello, 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 hello. We're going to have Will hopefully joining us in a second. There he is with my other very special co-host, William. Good, everybody. So you guys ready to start the very first episode of the podcast? Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, I, I mean I'm always ready. But you're, you're always ready? All right, so today we're going to be tackling a very important subject that I think everyone has to deal with. And I guarantee everyone has to deal with it. And for some reason you haven't, you will. We're going to be discussing friends. Good friends, bad friends, ways to get friends, ways to lose friends. All that, and especially on what the Bible says about friends. You guys ready? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Will, what what do you like to do with your friends? Um, Considering I literally have only, like, two, um, I guess play Fortnite and just talk about life with my friends and stuff like that. And like if we're free then like put on a beat, like find a beat from YouTube and just start freestyling over it and see who's the better rapper. Stuff like that. See who's the better rapper? It's definitely not me. I can't sing. Ethan, what do you love to do with your friends? Uh I guess talk, you know, go to uh events like Basketball game, football game. Uh, yeah, you like sports? <laughs> yeah, I like sports. You know, I'm a big fan of sports. Which is your favorite sport, Ethan? Uh, basketball by far, you know. Basketball. You know how you get those three. Uh, Redskins and uh, Baltimore Nation, you already know. Yep. Will, do you like sports? Yeah, I like sports. I played basketball like the entire ninth grade year. Oh, me and my team, I, me and my I, team won almost every game undefeated, like undefeated champions. Undefeated like, champions. I'm okay at basketball. I wouldn't say I'm good. I'm just like, eh, I'm meh with. You're basketball. like moderate. Yeah, I'm moderate. My my favorite sport mm-hmm. though, it used to always be soccer, but now I'm really into boxing. And not watching it. I like to be in the boxing. The boxing's fun. Do you guys prefer playing or watching the sports? Oh, I do boxing as well, actually. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to spar. spar I did spar. wrestling back in eighth grade. That was fun. Oh, you did wrestling? Mm. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind doing wrestling. Wrestling sounds fun. And I dislocated my knee. I mean, it's like, I I mean season, wrestling, so. it, it, it's a lot of uh, conditioning, too. I mean, we, yeah. we had... Uh, wrestling in like a big high school and we had to run inside of the um inside of the uh high school and we had to figure our way in and out through hallways to get to the other half of the uh high school it was pretty fun yeah i I remember i had some friends that would uh wrestle and they brought me to a mat and just to one of their matches I always thought it looked weird, but now that I'm older, I realize that weird-looking sport can actually train you good defense in real life. Right, right. I guess boxing looks a little weird, too. You're wearing giant, colorful gloves swinging at each other. That is true. Well, that's uh, UFC is definitely big on boxing and wrestling combined. So, If you all want to talk about weird, dude, the only reason why this one – person came to my wrestling matches is because she thought that would be a good fit for her daughter and so she was like so you play sports my daughter plays sports i think they all make a good couple i was looking at her like are you okay in the head like is there something wrong with you oh that that's 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 a pretty just one lot one one set of uh hobbies you only like this one thing it's like saying we both we both drink water man might as well get (laughs) Like you, you got something besides sports. Like at least pick a sport they can play together, like soccer or basketball. 
football, like wrestling. I guess some people don't mind. Like I said, I don't wrestle, so I don't know if they do men on women wrestling. Actually, yes, they do. Poor men, Um, they do. (laughs) Gonna get woke by a woman. Yeah, so I love movies. Movies, I think, is fun with your friends. Do you guys like movies? I do. I like movies, you know, eventually. Like, it depends on the movie, though, honestly. Yeah, the Marvel. Like, the Marvel. Some movies. I mean, could, because I think about it like this, right? Um, my cousin used to go out to, like, movies with his friends and stuff. No, sorry, my cousin's friend, right? And he told me, it's like, it's always a bummer going out with, like, my friends and stuff. Because I'm the only single one in the group. So it's like, there's no reason for me to be there. Because, like, it's just them and their, like, girlfriends or boyfriends. And so it's like, I'm like, why did y'all invite me? Is it is it just to make fun of the fact that I ain't got nobody? And you guys do. And and stuff like that. And then, like, as a matter of fact, actually, no. No, dude. We're, um, like, we're actually trying to set you up with somebody. Because we peep that it's a hard life out here for, for people that aren't dating somebody. He, he just looked at them like, why are you guys even my friends, man? That's what you call like, I was better off. Well, I don't know. I really like would... the Marvel stuff. They were they were good for bringing friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It went... Except for the... Oh, no, I had... No, I, I invited, like, five friends, and then all their friends invited invited friends and so many people were just inviting people i went to end game opening day with like a group of 20 25 it was just you had so many people inviting other people it just became a party and we all went to see end game opening day the same with uh infinity war the marvels brought a lot same with star wars star wars does that too the only movie that all my friends oh i will go see josh is deadpool honestly for some reason, I was like, whoa, you're just like Deadpool, bro. I'm like, where do you get that? Like, how am I like Deadpool? And then I started to list the reason, like, you make jokes about almost everything. You don't take your pain seriously. Yeah. You like to laugh at others' mistakes all the time. Like, I, I think and... that there's laughing at people's mistakes and there's being mean. Like, if you fall, I always say this. Especially since we're talking about friends. If you fall, a friend will help you up. It, 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 your best friend, if you fall, will help you up and push you again. That, that, that's my logic for friends. Is you, you mess with friends. Your friends are the people you goof off. But yet again, there's also a, a limit you can push. And that's where knowing people, you tend to know what makes them upset and what limit to push them if you ever get mad. Like... Me, I joke around like, oh, we trip, but if like you fall and break your arm, I'm not going to be laughing and pushing you then. It's some people learn the limits, and then some people they hate that type of humor. They hate oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, put put pretend, punch your friend in the arm and say, "Be a man, don't rub it," like something <laughs> like that. And be some people can't stand that, and I have friends who can't stand it either, and I. You you learn and that's where it's like you want do you, you got to study your friends and learn your friends. You don't want to be that your friend despises that style of play uh, play fighting. I guess is what it could be called, and then you do nothing but play fight with them. And that's a thing. Where do you like to go? Let's go ahead and change the subject. Where do you guys like to go to get friends? Where where do you guys think is a good way to make friends? Good place to make friends. Ethan, do you want to start or will take your pick? Place. Yeah, where where would you think is a good place to make friends? Let's say you just moved. Let's say you just moved to this town. You you have no friends. Where do you think you meet most friends? Where where or even where have you met friends? Uh, mostly school, because that's uh has a lot of uh, kids that you know might. That might, um, you know, be your friend. Mm-hmm. And there are some 
I, I would, like there's some people who say they want to be your friend just to like bully you. Oh yeah, this. And there are some. Friends. Yeah, you meet a lot of friends at school. I, I find that a lot too. Right. Good place to meet friends too. Is church. Right. Church, fun way. I've made a... so many friends at church, especially you got a wanted. You guys do a wanted. Oh, that. That was one of my favorite like events in the afternoon. Wait, what? Like, oh, oh do you guys remember the the Awana Olympics? I don't think I had Awana Olympics. It was just um, it, it it was it was for all the Awanas across the country. Just not a lot went because it was in like Tennessee or something. Like half the people wouldn't go there, but it, it they got copyrighted eventually. But it was fun for me because it you they had the classic Awana games that I don't see anyone doing much, especially my Awana game leader. I got more creative than they originally were, but like you'd run in a circle. And then you grab the baton. I think it's like a something baton racing or whatever. But it would have like 500 people show up. I entered it one year and then never did it again. They all said they wanted testing, but you'd make all your friends because your your friends would come over and you would train for it. Because uh, five year old me hated being inside. Especially there wasn't that much. Uh, something in the background but it wasn't that much uh video games or anything so kids were always outside so you'd find kids outside wherever you went that's awesome dude i mean like for me right like church is like a big kicker but it's also like some of like of course before the corona like some of like the restaurants and um like in the town and stuff like that because it's like like, some of the kids would be at, like, some of these, like, diners and chocolate shops and stuff like that, right? right? Yeah. So, it's, like, it would be, like, just go down to, like, the mall or go down to, like, the local, like, Starbucks and you'll be, like, 20, 30 kids from your school and just hang out with them or even, like, go down to the library, right? Go into, like, a homework help session and, and you'll see, like, a whole bunch of kids either from your school or from schools, like, interconnected, right? right? Yeah. And you can make, like, a whole bunch of friends. Half the time, you have most of the kids outside of the place just rapping and making jokes. Like, that was... The, that was where it was at, bro. Like, the library or those restaurants, man. Did y'all have a Sandlot? Like, have you guys seen the movie Sandlot? And it's just, like, every kid just loved baseball. So it's, like, every kid from, like, a mile away would all go to the same spot. Did you guys ever have one of those? No, that was basketball for me. Is the basketball court? I guess, I guess there's the basketball yeah. courts. They do that a lot. Oh no, actually, it was the community center, the rec center. The rec center. Go over there. Yeah. I I grew up in Douglas, Wyoming. So until I was like a teenager, so it was like middle of nowhere kind of thing, like small town, really small town compared to where I live now. So we had those back alleyways. And um, yet mm. again, seven-year-old me, there was no Xbox. There was none of this. So we, we wouldn't have dreamed of being inside. Younger me would have laughed at me for playing Minecraft nowadays. Like, you spend your time playing Minecraft. But you, we would go in the back, and we build ramps for our bikes, like really dangerous ramps. Honestly, I don't know how I survived to get this old. Because, like, I was climbing um, uh, tr- oak trees that would go, like, 100 feet in the air. Like, maybe, like I was climbing those. I, I think I got to the top once, maybe. But I don't think it was a 100-foot one I got to the top of. That might have been uh, 40, 10 feet. Who knows? But it was um, – uh, you would always climb. And then I remember I, we used to throw rocks at beehives or hornet's nests. Hornet's nest would appear in the same And you – did you guys ever do that where you, you would all get rocks? And you would all be like ready, and you'd aim at this giant hornet's nest, and you go, "Hey guys, on the, ca- no. on the count of three, we're gonna nail it. We're gonna nail it with as many rocks, and then we're all gonna run." Oh my! And that's what we would do. And we we would all there'd be like I, I don't know what it was about my neighborhood, but everyone hang out at my house. So there was always like 10, 15 kids that did this all at once, down to five year olds to mm. ten year olds. And we'd all have our rocks and we'd count to three, three, two, one. We'd nail it and we'd run. We've destroyed them every time. We have to do it multiple times. We'd like 
wait 10 more minutes and we go back and kids got stung so much. I've gotten stung so many times mm. in my life. And it's like, no one was scared of bees. Like, we'd also see snakes delivering down the road and kids would go pick them up. I wasn't one of those kids. I wouldn't touch a snake. No, I don't like It's like kids would just... Figuratively or literally? Uh, I don't like snakes physically and literally. I don't like them. Figuratively. Figuratively. Literally. I don't like snake. I don't like touching snakes. Like I'll go to the zoo. Like, oh look, there's a snake. Cool. But if like a snake can touch me, I'm not not about that. I got it from my mother. She she she's petrified of snakes, horrified. And so I oh, always got it Ethan. from them. Ethan, you remember Miss Bernhardt? Yeah. Um, I, um, about how her children used to like um. Swing themselves off of like tree branches yeah. and stuff. You remember how she told us that yet, dude? Like that was cool. Um, I guess like my question is that is like so like we talked about like so like when you talk about meeting friends, you're talking about like your general friends. But it's like how do you guys like what do you guys do about like your best friends or like your close friends, like the inner circle that you guys hang out with? Like what are some of the things that you that you guys might do? that you might not do of like the bigger group of friends that you have stuff like that well oh Harry, you can go ahead and begin uh oh thank you uh so so my group of friends you know we uh do um bible study you know on wednesdays mondays uh Thursdays and we you know go on like uh on like trips and stuff like that to like restaurants or go-karting a fish fry you know just fellowshipping with uh the church and mm-hmm. church friends yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, it depended on my age. Like, I've already explained with some groups, but bigger groups, like I said, because I'm even part of your Bible study on Monday, we do all that. But let's say at the church, it was always fun. We used to make a whole, like, town or something. We'd have, like, acorns as currency. But nowadays, I love going exploring the woods. Me and my friends, we've gone, like, seven miles deep into our woods. But also, little siblings involved with uh, friends. Were your little siblings... Do you guys have little siblings? Uh, yes, sir. I was about to say, yes. I know Will does. I don't know about Ethan. Oh, I have. Well, speaking uh, of little siblings, my little sibling's trying to get into my room right now. I don't know if you can even hear it. <laughs> Go away! <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear I hope not. She's been banging for, like, since we started, but... Little siblings. How how annoying were they going into? I am the little sibling until recently. I'm the little sibling until now. And I remember my brother hated me, and now I realize why. So so how was little siblings growing up with your friends? How how was that? It can kind of put a damper on like the vibe that you're trying to like make with your friends and stuff. Cause it's like I'm gonna just have full disclosure here. Like, so I remember it was like, I think I told Ethan this story, but, um, yeah, so there was a, so like my group of friends, it would just be like me, my friend Bill, my friend Sean, and then Bill's like two friends would come and join in with the group. So he, so his friend bought another friend, um, I can remember her name, but let's call her, uh, Kayla. Right, because I'm gonna disclose her real name. So Kayla came to the church with um her friend, and so like I would just talk to her, and then my sister, like she would be sitting like two rows away from us, always trying to hear what we were talking about and stuff like that. So, so I'm looking at her like, why are you trying to listen to what I'm talking to her about? Like, there's nothing wrong. You have friends, go hang out with them. Like. Why they always gotta be like I was like when you don't want me in your space, you're here. 
And then and when you do want me in your space, you're never there. So I said, which one is there? Are you gonna be in my space or are you gonna leave? Because either way, you're still gonna have to leave. So it doesn't matter which one you pick. Like, can you just like go? And then it was kind of even more funny also, because also, again, for disclosure, um, the other girl that I became friends with, she was already, she already had a baby. So she was taking care of her child and stuff. And we would just talk about that. So, well, so I was like, so how does it feel to be like 17 and already have like a child that you're taking care of and stuff? And and as you would have it, the child would like be like interrupting the session too. So you had my sister and Kayla's daughter at the same time trying to interrupt our conversations. And at separate times, I'd be like, shut up and just like go somewhere else. Yeah. And stuff like that. Her being a mom is probably not the best thing to say to your like two-year-old yeah. child to, well, to be like, she, shut up and go she, away. She's she right? trying to take care of her children. Like, got to be a little bit more um, careful with your children because your words affect them deeper than you know. But still, yeah. Little siblings can even make or break your friendship. That also just points out how having children when you're a child <clears throat> and before marriage can just hang out with your friends. So if what yeah. what was your little sibling? What what did he always do? Um <clears throat> Well they didn't really uh do anything like when I'd be like when I was like around my friends, like they wouldn't like disturb you know, they wouldn't like embarrass me and stuff like that. They would just mind their own business and stuff like that, so yeah. Well, that really depends chill, on age. Uh, I had a chill uh, family. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on uh, age range as well, because if they're apart, it's usually more annoying. But I have got two friends, they're brothers, and they're only like one year apart, so it's, they hang out a lot more with me. They still fight during when they're hanging out like brothers do, but they're still willing to hang out with the same group of friends because they're all about the same age. So it depends on age range. But let's go ahead and hop into what, what the Bible says about it. And we've already touched on youth groups and stuff like that. Will, would you happen to have a verse for us about friends? Um, Yes. It is actually my dad's favorite verse. Um, Psalms 1, verse 1. Uh, Blessed is the man that does not sit in the seat of the unrighteous, nor the seat of the um, scornful, but his delight is in the Lord. I'm paraphrasing so hard right now because I forgot what it said. Well, why don't you but pull I got my Bible. That's what I said. Pull it up. I got my Bible now. Pull it up in the, in the B-I-B-L-E. Um, yeah, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Amen. Amen. So, how do you think that that verse affects your friendship? I guess. Oh, you can go. Don't no, no. You got that, you got that, you got that. You can have this one. Oh, okay. So it's saying don't pick people who you know are going to be a bad influence on you because the Bible also says that uh, bad company corrupts good judgment. So you don't want to be doing the right thing, but have bad people around you that will continue to push you to do bad, even though you know that you should do right. Yeah. Don't, don't pick the friend that's trying to uh, get you to go drinking and do drugs or just your parents will never know. I used to be that kid a little with the not the drugs and alcohol, but with the, your mom will never find out we had candy. They'll never know. 
So yeah, definitely stay away from the friends who want you to break the rules. And Ethan, you you had something. Um. So. So um, I have a verse. Uh, Proverbs. It's in the same. Uh. It's in the same. Um. So what? Uh. Will read from was Proverbs one, right? Good. All right, so I have, well, Psalms 1, Proverbs 1. All right, so uh, I have this verse, I mean, yeah, this verse from Proverbs 1, verse 10, how uh, Will said that uh, friends could um, lead you to do bad things. They could be a bad influence to you. Um, this verse says, uh I'm sure, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard this before. It says, my son, if sin, if uh, sinners entice you, do not give in to them. My dad used to always uh, say that to us when we were like, go uh, somewhere or like an event by ourselves. He would always say that. And when, <clears throat> when you make friends, there's a lot of, just like Will said, uh, there comes a lot of temptations when they will, you know, entice you to do something like, say, for example, you become friends with a bad, bad group, right? They're stealing cars, um, robbing banks, pit pocket, pocketing uh, adults, and stuff like that. You refrain from all that stuff you say hey i'm not i'm not going to do this with you guys cuz this is wrong and you should be the one to say hey uh this is this is wrong you know i'm not i'm not going to be part of this i told you guys to you know to stop but you guys aren't listening so i'm going to go so you got to be a leader not a follower Yes, well, comes with the statement, uh, the if Jimmy jumped off the cliff, would you do it as well? It, you, you don't let the devil tempt you, because the devil may have what you want on this earth, but in eternal life, he has nothing but torture and damnation to you if you follow the devil's path. Right. And so... It was a movie about that. Yep. So those two verses collide a lot together. But not only just saying, hey, guys, let's not do this. But you could also share the gospel and say, hey, look, I don't want to do this because the Bible says not to. The right. Bible says not not to do this, not to disobey your parents. So when that friend says, hey, let's watch that R-rated movie that you know your mom said no to, you go, well, the Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother. And so I tell them that, like, look, I'm not going to do what my parents said not to when the Bible says to honor my parents and to do what they say. You can use it to share the gospel because when a lot of friends, it says don't surround yourself with those who tempt you. It, when you go and you find out, because you don't make friends and or meet someone and immediately realize they're that friend who's going to, get you in trouble but just share the gospel while you can be look when you find out these guys not just immediately push them away but look this is what the bible says and if you're not willing to listen to what the bible says i can't be friends don't immediately push them away just let them know look this is god's word because someone's got to share the gospel with them. this is god's word we can't just give up on them share the word with them and tell them this is why i'm not gonna this is why i'm not gonna rob that car or do these drugs or go to that frat party with you because the bible says so and say if you're not willing to learn the gospel with me or at least just follow it you don't have to quote the bible with me but just not have me break rules we can't be friends anymore and let them know why you're no longer friends not just you guys are causing trouble but share the gospel share the gospel and if you're the friend who is that kid, let's let's go drink. We're not hurting anyone if we're just staying home. We're we're not we're not uh, hurting anyone if we watch that radar movie. 
and, and you're just now hearing about the gospel, that, that, that doesn't have to be you. You don't have to be that kid who's breaking the rules all the time, who that kid who gets in trouble and drinking alcohol, you get arrested. You, you can be that friend who just helps people do good, even if you don't believe in God. Being a better and more behaved human makes your life a lot easier. So those two verses, I think, are very important to right. growing life and gaining a friendship because you realize how they can pull you down and then how you can strengthen them up. And a good friendship strengthens you up. We don't just go to church to make friends. We go to church to say, look, hey, we're going to church to celebrate with other believers because friends are important. Right. Friends help you grow in life. So you don't just have go to church to learn. You go to church to go friends. That's where I also think youth group, Awana, all these churches are great places to go to meet friends. It, it, it's amazing. If you, you're, you're a teenager or a kid or anything who needs them, even adults, if you need friends, try church. Because any real church won't push you away. And the more you go, the more friends you get to know. Right. The more people you get to meet. So that's where you want to find friends. Go to church. Go to youth group. So I really like those verses. So you guys got any more verses to share? Or even your, your more opinions on those verses? Let's go ahead and just keep going. Um, I have... A verse. Okay, so there's one verse that's from Proverbs 22, verse 24. It says, "Don't be a friend with anyone who burns with anger. Don't go, don't go around with a person who gets anger angry." Either. So, like, when so if say for example. You're around friend, a friend who you're friends with, a person who gets angry pretty easily. So if, say for example, another group of people come your way and they they bump you, you know, that friend that gets easily angry is gonna, you know, is gonna go off and then. There's probably going to be a big, huge fight. Just probably going to not end well. Well, the angry friend may not be the disobedient friend, but like I said, and like the Bible says, filling your life with good people, non-toxic, non-annoyance uh, in a way of uh, anger is not how you grow in life. Right. Living your life just in anger usually makes you a sad person so surrounding yourself in angry people it doesn't help but yet again don't just give up on them share the gospel with them and say look jesus he died we we've all sinned we all are sinners but look jesus died on the cross for us so the way we can be forgiven because we've all sinned and there's a punishment for sin and because jesus died on the cross we can be happy about that we have something to rejoice the Bible says to rejoice all time because because of what Jesus has done, we have a reason to rejoice all the time. And we even learned that in the story of a boy Jesus told. It was two boys, an older and a younger, and his, his father, gave, the younger one, wanted the uh, inheritance from his father early. So the father gave him the inheritance, and he went off, and he went and he lived a life full of drugs prostitutes it says in the bible he he wasted his money on alcohol all this and just wasted it and he he was so destroyed and lost in his anger sin and disobedience and he crawled to his father and as he was apologizing to his father he's like i'm sorry father i've wasted all your money i i've i've ashamed our name the family's name and his father hugged him and celebrated and forgave him he was and he threw a big party he gave the boy the best clothes in the house and was throwing a huge party celebrating that his son even though he had lost 
everything. He did not give up on his family, that he came home and that his son was here. And he was so happy that his son was there. But his older brother, who hadn't left, who hadn't wasted his money and had stayed, he looked at the younger brother and the party and he was angry. His life was filled with anger because the younger brother had wasted all of his money. He had thrown the inheritance away and was getting a party. But the older, who hadn't done that, who had stayed and had worked hard with his father, wasn't getting celebrated. And he told his father that, and his father said, look, we need to celebrate, not for what your brother has done, but for the fact that your brother is still here and that he came back to us. And the Bible says we need to rejoice and celebrate all the time because of what Jesus had done and that Jesus had forgiven us, even though we may be the younger brother and sometimes the older brother, that he still forgives us no matter what. So living your life grumpy, living your life sad, we don't have to live like that because we can rejoice that Jesus died on the cross for us. Do you guys like that? Have you ever heard that one, that one Bible lesson? What do you guys think? The prodigal son. That's always been one of my favorite Bible lessons growing up. Yeah, that that story is uh, interesting. Pretty teaches you a lot. Yeah, it always confused me though. Why would the, I always thought the inheritance was when your father died? Right. So why would you? It. That that one thing was the only thing that ever really confused me about it. it was like you, you, your your inheritance is for when he dies, but I guess that's also the will. I guess you can inherit stuff early, right? So, Will, what do you think? A- any wise words of wisdom from Will? Um. Well. I guess the one thing that I guess comes to my mind is that it kind of um, helps you to think, I guess. Yeah, think. Think about, like, the things that I guess, um, like, Josh, you said it best. Like, um, think about the people who you hang around because most oftentimes, most often than not, we have people who kind of propel us or peer pressure us into acting like that son, right? And be like, hey, dad, uh, give me the money. Cause like me and my friends are gonna go out to the movies and stuff. And like, like our parents saying, hey, dad, me and, I'm like, me and my friends are gonna go to the um, library and do some homework, but you guys don't. You take the figurative inheritance being your father's trust and Y'all go do something that y'all know isn't right, but y'all still do it because y'all be like, okay, our parents might not know. And it's like, it's okay if we go see the um, R-rated movie because there's nobody there to get us. There's nobody there to scold us or tell us that it's not right. But if you're a Christian, then you're already going to know that it's not right because there's a little something in you called the Holy Spirit. And uh, he's going to tell you, it's basically saying, like, be careful of those people who you have around you and be careful about the morals in which you choose to live by. Because the morals that you live by can either affect you for the good or affect you or for the bad. And those morals are even greater strengthened by the people that you hang around. So, yeah. Watch you hang around because you hang around is who you will be. Yeah, don't be the impatient younger brother, but don't be the older one either. And I like, I really liked where you called it uh, the uh, trust, not physical money God's giving us. He's giving trust, and especially our parents' trust as well. I really like that. So, what, what do you think makes a bad friend? We, we thought of stuff you, at the beginning of what you guys like to do with your friends. What do you guys see as a bad friend? I guess, you know, gossiping. Uh not being for them, you know, bringing them down when they're already down, not bringing them, picking them up, yeah. uh, not encouraging them when, you know, they're depressed. Um, a 
friend who always tries to start a fight. Um, a proud uh, friend. Um, yeah. So, there's troublemaker friends that don't bring joy. What about you? Well, what do you see as a bad friend? Um, there are so many answers to that one question. Um, well, I guess to me, what makes a bad friend is, um, well, from my perspective view is people who entice you to do things that you know aren't right, but because you are, let's just, okay, the people who don't do what's right because either they want to make a statement to people who don't do the right thing and people who kind of make you forget who you are to join them, right? So, so people who invert your character to make it fit theirs because they think that you'll be cool if you do what I do. If you smoke this blunt and go to this college party and take this girl up to like my room and stuff like that, then you'll be considered cool and stuff like that. So people who invert morals to make it fit their lifestyle and not the lifestyle that they should be. They, they try to change you. Yeah, ch people who change, mm -hmm. I don't like. I don't like people who use it either. You, you use people to get it, pretending to be your friend. It's one of in those high school dramas. It's the classic, that one girl who's like really popular, and she's like, takes the loser and is like, "You want to be friends? Of course." They they wanted to be friends with the popular kid, so they, the popular kid just treats them like garbage. But because that kid had no one else to be friends with, they stick around because they don't have anywhere else to go, and they believe they don't have anywhere else to go. And I think if you see those people, yet again, not just share, share the gospel with everyone, which is the answer to most people who are in trouble, just share the gospel and show them, show them, act yourself good, show them what a good Christian is. Be that good friend. Don't be the friend that you think would be the thing. The Bible says to treat others how you want to be treated. So take your own personal life, what you think would be a bad friend. Someone who changes people, someone who manipulates, someone who just causes fight, and try not to be like that. Try not to be that friend who's, hey, let's watch this inappropriate movie that your parents said not to watch. Don't be that kid and be the one that you want to be how you would want your friends to be treating you. Be that nice friend. If you don't like a mean person, be that nice friend who just loves hanging out. And just show them the gospel. Show them what a good Christian boy is. Or girl, just a good Christian. And be the friend that everyone wants to hang around because you're nice, because you're good. And if they, they don't see in you, you pray for them. You can always pray for people. It's one of the best medicines is prayer. Right. Best well, I guess that brings up another good point. How much is too much when it comes to friends? Like, if you have a friend like me, right, who has previously done things that you might not condone or that your parents told you not to do, right? And you set out to like befriend them, like how much is too much friendliness, right? Like, like, cause I have like examples upon example about how it's like, we would like, I would just talk to her for like hours and hours upon end and stuff like that. Like after church, I would just talk to her about life and stuff like that. Like, if you're having a friend that is living an ulterior lifestyle than you, but you still are their friend, how do you go about, I guess, being their friend, but not trying to be seduced by the lifestyle that they live? And we've already answered Yeah, well, like question. I said, I just you, that. you just share the gospel. I really just you, share, you, you share the gospel, and 
then tell them, look, I want to live this type of lifestyle. I want to live the way the Bible tells me. Like I just said, treat others the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated kindly, treat her with kindly. If you want to be treated with respect, treat her with respect. And look, hey, look, I, I, I love being your friend. I, I really do, but I can't be part of this lifestyle. I, I, I don't disobey my parents just watching that rated R film or doing drugs. I I can't do this, and this is why share the gospel and say, look, I don't want to end it just yet, but if you can't at least change around me, we can't be friends anymore, and just see how they change. If the next time you hang out, they're the exact same, you can remind them about the gospel and say, hey, let's not do that, and if they're just like, whatever, Christian man, or whatever, I don't care. That's when you just slowly start separating yourself away from them. Because obviously they don't care. No. And also don't judge them too. Because like many times we judge people because we see that their lifestyle isn't what we think it should be. And then we judge them and we make them feel bad. And I think that's part of the reason why people who live like that don't ultimately like Christian, just because I really feel like sometimes we can be too judgy. Yeah, well, Romans, think, like, yeah, Romans three twenty three. But we're all have true. sinned. We've all sinned. Definitely don't don't like make me, like I said treat people like how you want to be treated. You want want you wouldn't want me to be treating you like I am better than you, and you did this one thing wrong, and I can't. Don't be like that. Don't be like, well, I'm a good Christian and you're not, and this is why I'm better than you. Definitely not, because we're all sinners. Right. None of us are perfect. That's why I say if you wanted to be treated kindly, treat them kindly. Don't treat someone like garbage and then be upset when they don't treat you with the highest of respect. But that's where I even said it's like, please at least don't do it around me. Is, look, I'm not going to stop you fully from doing this just to hang out with me. But would you at least not do it in front of me? Just yet again, don't treat others lower than you. Because we're all in the same boat of sin. We're all still in the sinking boat, boat of sin. And God's the only one can protect us. So don't ever. And if you ever want to shine a bad light on Christianity, act like you're better than them. But we're not. Right. I, I, in God's eyes, I am as just as sinful as the guy robbing a bank. I am just as sinful as the kid who's watching the R-rated movie, even if I'm not. I am. The Bible says that even hating will have killed him. I may not have murdered you, Will, but if I fought, man, I hate Will. I hate him in God's eyes. I might have. I might as well have killed you. And so, definitely, don't ever treat someone like you're better than them, because in the end, we're all sinners. We're all going to suffer the punishment of sin unless we ask for forgiveness from Jesus. Because we just had Easter, guys. In Easter, we celebrate. A lot of people know Easter is a Christian holiday, but most people don't know why. It's because Jesus he died on a cross for our sins. He took the ultimate sacrifice for us. Because we're all sinners. Not, not a one of us was sinner except for Jesus. He was perfect. And when he died on that cross, he took all the sin from us. He took it all and died. And three days later, he rose again. So that way, we don't have to have the ultimate punishment of separation from God forever in a place called hell. So all right. we, we're all sinners. So definitely, Will, thank you for pointing out, don't treat other people worse. Because you're all equal. White, black. American, not whatever your situation, poor, rich, all like Mexican, no matter what you are, we're all equal in God's eyes. All God, God, are we all going to die? God loves me as much as God loves Hitler. With there's, there's no, no matter how bad you are, God loves us all equal, and we've all sent. There's nothing we can do about our sins besides Jesus. Not through works, not through, oh, I'm a good person, I'll get to heaven. Not through money, you can't buy your way into heaven. 
all you need to do is ask the Lord for forgiveness. That's how you do it. You have to humble, you have you have to to believe. humble yourself. You don't just go, dear Lord, save me. Good, I'm going to heaven. You have to believe it. I truly do believe that the Lord's going to bring me to heaven. And that I do believe Jesus died on the cross. And you're just like, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know I've done wrong. And I know you sent your son to help me and to save me. Would you please forgive me of our sin? Because just like I said, just like that father forgave his son for wasting all the inheritance, Jesus will forgive us. Right. So, Will, what, what have we learned about? We've learned a lot today in the podcast. We've learned about friendship. We've learned about sin. We've learned about how to deal with friends that aren't bad. And we've also learned not to be the friends that are bad. And I think this was a great first episode. Yeah. An amazing first episode. What do you guys think? Ethan, did you have fun? Yeah. Will, did you have fun? It was good. Oh, I had I had a blast actually. I had so much fun. I hope yeah. and I hope everyone at home had a blast too. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do follow us at Twitter, the same name as the podcast, Three Friends and a Passage, you can catch our Zoom link every Wednesday Thursday night at six thirty, where you can come and join us for another lesson of the Bible live. And you have to catch it live. I don't think we record it. We may try to find a way to, but that's just is special stuff you can come do. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, assuming we finally make those. We're not lazy. And just enjoy. Yeah, email us. We, we got an email, us. but I, 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 we would prefer if you message us through Twitter, or Facebook, or Instagram. But if you want to email us, go for it. But the easiest way to get us would be the social media through the DMs. But otherwise, I've been your host, Joshua Donegan. Are my co-hosts Ethan and Will? Say what's up, guys. What's up? What's up? So I see you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.